Hello, Comic-Con world, and welcome to everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, ConJob. I'm Ryan. And I'm Alexa. Each week, we bring you the latest and greatest from the comic and pop culture convention scene. In this episode, we have a special guest from a company who's being talked about a lot recently for being greenlit for their upcoming show in Tampa, one of the head cheeses over at Imaginarium, Mr. Stephen Solomon. Welcome to the show, Stephen. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and Imaginarium. How long uh, you guys have been in the industry? How long you've been doing conventions for? I started doing conventions with my business partner. We both started in 2010, so it's been 10 years now. Can't time flies so fast. <laughs> um, 10 years of fun, but even even before that, um, we were both involved in the in the business but it was in the comic book dealer side of things the vintage comics so we were both dealers um, I'd been doing that since 2003 um, and then before that I was just uh, a fan a, a kid who loved the X-Men cartoon and uh, Ninja Turtles just like everybody else <laughs> yeah definitely yeah, I, yeah. Oh my gosh, the X Men cartoon, and it's so awesome that it it's gotten like it's gotten some uh, you know some traction again now that Disney Plus is is doing the thing with it. I did not know that. I don't have Disney Plus, but I maybe a year ago, me and my wife, we actually watched the entire series, and that was a lot of fun. It's a good series. Those and those voice actors, I've met them at a at a convention or two, and they are amazing. Um, so. Speaking of conventions, I you know Imaginarium does Indiana Comic Con. What other conventions do you guys uh, do you guys put on? Currently for for 2020, um, it's Tampa Bay Comic Con, which is the first one we've we started doing in 2010. We also have Atlanta Comic Con, and then as you know, Indiana Comic Con, which is currently not scheduled for this year, but we are considering fall. 2020 dates if they become available it's touch and go at the moment with the venue just because of everything that you know it's just really chaotic (laughs) Um, and then we also we've had conventions in San Francisco Detroit and Milwaukee but those are currently inactive (laughs) yeah I know uh, I know a lot of people were really sad to see the the one in the Bay Area go Um, a lot of people uh talked very well about that show i know it was a a a weird logistical thing though it was wildly crazy logistics from our side um it was it was a great show i i'd like to be able to do it again i'm open to doing it again if everything is able to you know come to an agreement with with the city and visit san francisco it's just a very difficult city to do business in or in the state of california isn't very easy either (laughs) yeah and so you guys have obviously had to make the the tough decision to uh to postpone or cancel uh the midwest the indiana comic-con in the midwest um so what went into making that decision and i know you just mentioned there you guys are open to dates still you know making it possible for 2020 but what went into the decision to to actually you know cancel slash postpone it 
that wasn't even a, a decision per se. That we so were, they, they were pushing dates, back on you, right? Right. Our dates were within whatever phase they had that an event of our size would not be allowed to take place. So we were forced to cancel. Okay. And then you said you are still looking at uh, potentially having one for the fall, and that's just based on the availability of the of the uh, arena? Uh, yes. Is there any thoughts in moving it to another place in in Indiana to that could potentially accommodate it? No, haven't considered that. Okay. Haven't talked about that. As far as I know, that venue is the only one of its size in the state, and we occupy a lot of space, and I feel like we need it. Yeah, right. you guys, you guys really do. That's uh, you're you're one of the the bigger, you know, the bigger and more popular events in the in the Midwest and especially Indiana. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a fantastic show. I I I actually love going to it. Not just because I like the show, but I actually really like the city of Indianapolis. Great city. They have good food. I'm a I'm a yes. food person. Yeah, and <laughs> Indiana, too. Yeah, it's a nice place to visit for sure. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk food later on in this thing, and you and I are going to have a chat. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. So you, you guys, you know, you just said, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Tampa and Atlanta. You know, you got the green light to do both of those shows. Um, you know, Ryan and I have uh, have kind of been following it along because, I mean, we're vendors. Of course we're going to follow it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've seen we've seen some amazingly positive reactions. You know, we've seen in some of our uh, – some of the groups that we, you know, that we're in as vendors, you know, we've seen some some negative reactions too. But uh, what have you guys seen on your side from from attendees? Exactly that. It's it's polarized, just as you see with vendors. I'm sure. Um, it's a. It's. I guess it's a it's a touchy subject. Yeah. It's, there's there's real consequences and real fear that people have and. Some people are not as fearful. Uh, it's just how how people and their individual personalities handle these situations, and it uh, it's very contrasting in how people uh, react to it. Yeah, and some of it has been downright nasty. That's for yeah. sure. That's what. Well, social media. That's just yeah. the way. It goes. Yeah, yeah, that's it, true. It's like one of those things where they always say, "Don't even don't even bother reading the comments," because you know. So um, I, I do because it's important. I, I want to see people's reactions. I'm the one right. that does all of our social media posting and everything, and and it's it's important to read it, even though it's a lot of times it's just angry or just mean. But that's okay. So go ahead, Lexi. You had something uh, else? Yeah. What what uh, you know on the vendor side? Have you seen you know? I I know. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I applied. But have you seen an influx of vendors now that you've announced the show, or you know, is it is it the same old same old? You know, you're seeing about the same amount of applications come in. Oh yeah, there's a huge influx for sure. Right. Um, prior to us doing the announcement, where there is that about a two month gap of when we didn't know what was going to happen, the the applications were uh, pretty dried up quite a bit. Well, well, that's good. That's good that they're they're that they're that things. people are wanting to do it again. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. I mean, I know there's a lot of vendors that are that have said, "Oh, I'm not doing a show in 2020," and you know, it's funny because they're on your list. So I'm like, "Yeah, they're gonna be there. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. be there." We can't wait to see them when when we get to Tampa to call them out. And be like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" <laughs> yeah, I thought you weren't doing shows. Yeah, where's your, where's your mask? Where's your mask on? <laughs> yes. 
So with these conventions going forward, so obviously we've seen a lot of announcements lately uh, reconfirming guests. Have you had any big issues with that? Has there been any um, anybody who's just flat out refused to do it? I mean, you don't have to name names or anything like that. Um, but yeah, has you, have you had any real challenges around reconfirming anybody? The, the whole reconfirming thing I, I think is important because even you know a lot of guests we – I wouldn't say a lot, but some of the guests we announced before you know, the whole crisis hit, and we just want to make sure that you know two months have passed and sentiments can change, and we right. want to make sure that when we're reannouncing somebody that they didn't just assume that they're not going to be there. So I'm taking it upon myself to make sure that we are reconfirming all the guests that we think that we have. Um, so as far as guests canceling or being difficult. Um, sure, there there have been more so right now. Currently, on the comic creator side, we've had more cancellations. Fortunately, a lot of the ones that did cancel hadn't even announced yet, so there was no oh, convenient uh, loss there as far as yeah, <laughs> you know, seeing that. Um, as far as celebrities go, we've had a couple. Uh, I think Charlotte Chung, she's a voice. From, she's diva. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. She, she canceled, and she might be the only celebrity that I can just offhand. No, we haven't. We haven't had that many celebrity cancellations. We're still waiting for confirmations on some of them, like Tom Felton and, and Paul Bettany for Tampa. But we haven't en- encountered significant cancellations from celebrities. That's good to time. hear. Yeah, that's good sure. to hear. Now. I, the the celebrities that are international do you do you guys have any fears that uh you know we might still have that travel ban um you know i know coming from canada they just put in another 30 days um you know to cut that there's there's no international travel unless it's essential um do you have any fears about that uh you know that opening up or not opening up i guess i suppose so that that's always lingering back there it's just one of those things that's obviously completely out of our control. So we just got to move forward the best we can and just get them to say, yes, they'll be here as long as they can be here. If they can't, then we'll tackle that when we get to it. But at the moment, we just need them to reconfirm that they tend to attend. Awesome. Now, have you guys, have you guys contacted any new celebrities who are just like, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta do a show. I want to do a show. Let me, let me come to your con. They're just chomping at the bit to get back to it. We're wondering if that will be the case, especially since a lot of their, you know, filming work I'm sure has been delayed significantly, and obviously there's no other conventions going on. But we haven't, we haven't done that yet because we're still waiting for just to see which celebrities we we still have if we become if we're in a position where we need to book new ones. But we just haven't got there yet because we need to reconfirm the ones that we have. And now, so outside of uh, any of the things that you've already mentioned as far as entry goes, um, are there any other things that you're looking to kind of put in uh, to make the attendees and even the vendors for that matter, to raise their comfort levels to make them feel more safe? Is there anything that you have uh, kind of you know up your sleeve or that you're working on that you uh plan on en- enacting by showtime the venue and the city are the ones that are at the forefront of implementing these 
you know, we're there to facilitate and to help. But when it comes down to it, we're we're experts on Spider-Man and X-Men, whereas yeah, <laughs> that's a great on, answer. Great on how answer. To do this. Yeah. And so, so we basically, they're telling the you what to league. do, right? Yes. Yeah. They, okay. But there, there, there are certain things that we are, but I, I suppose I won't announce yet because they're not confirmed yet. We're still developing them. But one in particular, as far as celebrity photo ops, and then also some uh, just general things for like box office and and also for autographs, celebrity autographs. Um, but like I said, I can't announce that yet because I'm not sure if it's going to happen. But generally speaking. Yes, we are we are following the lead of the experts. And just uh, as an aside to that, then do you do you foresee like the uh, like the show floor changing at all to try to coincide with this social distancing as far as like tables go? Like I know in the artist alley, uh, you know the tables are usually butted up against each other. Do you do you foresee anything changing in regards to anything like that? I mean, because when we're sitting we have, down at our table, we're not we're, we can be we can be apart anyway. I was just wondering. Right. I I, I suppose te- technically speaking, since the tables are are six feet wide, well, if there's only one person at each table, that would be six feet in between. But right, so we allow two people per table. <laughs> um, so I I don't know for sure. I, I assume that there probably will be changes for that. I in Tampa, it's the fire marshal who's who's really taken a, uh, like he's doing a lot of stuff himself and taking it upon himself to to institute um, different changes to the exhibit hall and such. Uh, we actually just have been getting some information from him recently, which I haven't looked at in detail. Um, with Atlanta, we haven't got such detailed information yet, um, but I would assume that there probably will be some changes. Now, the the thing that I'm curious about because I've seen it, I've seen it raised so much on a lot of different uh, different Facebook groups, is the uh, the temperature checks. Um, you know how how is it how is it going to work? Are people going to be brought into like a cool down room, and then you know then they'd get their temperature checked, or is it a you know you're in the lobby, you get your temperature checked there after you've been in for a minute or two? How how do you guys foresee that working? That's one of those logistical things that is is difficult and especially difficult for Tampa because Tampa is a weird building, just the way it's organized. Right. And um, we've spent years perfecting the logistical side of of lines and everything. Um, I I don't have a for sure answer. I can give you what I think, like at this very moment in time, what I think it might be. I think that it's probably going to take place before people even get inside the building because I'm under the impression that the temperature checks are needed before you even get in the building. So as far as uh, uh, probably at the bottom of the escalators, that's, that's how I see it happening. Bottom of the escalators where people would usually take the escalators up and mm-hmm. then they would be in the mezzanine level to box office. I assume it's at the bottom of the escalators. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's that's actually good to know. That'll be uh, yeah. that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to be questioning even more for sure. About. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I I don't know. That's just me. Just yeah. spitballing. <laughs> gotcha. No, that's that's good. Well, now you know. Let's look ahead a little bit. Um, you know, 
how do you see, you know, conventions changing just as a result of everything that's happened? You know, do you think it's, you know, do you think we're going to revert, revert back to, you know, how we are or how we were, I guess? Or, you know, do you, do you see, you know, some added, added measures going into place to prevent the, the quote unquote con crud that everybody seems to get afterward? In my opinion, and it's just my opinion, if I had to guess, I would say that I think that things are probably going to go back to the way they were, you know, last year. Um, not this year, I don't think that'll happen. Maybe not the year after, but I think in the long term, um, regulations or or all of these things will eventually be laxed and probably go away entirely or almost entirely but that's just me trying to look in a crystal ball and take a guess no i totally agree with that as well i think yeah, eventually people are going to let their guard down and it's just going to go back to you know slow, slowly like you said maybe not even next year but slowly it'll get back to you know all right forty thousand people in the same room let's go yeah and so um when you were talking about the different states or the you know the different uh, areas you're working with there were there differences per state? Because now we're talking about, you know, uh, you know, Florida, Georgia, and even Indiana. Was there any differences that you had to deal with in terms of the guidelines that they were giving you? I mean, obviously, Indiana, you don't know because we didn't do it. But, like, for right. just for Atlanta and Tampa, were there any uh, differences that, that they were giving you as far as rules you had to follow? I, I don't know for sure. Because Atlanta, like I said, has not been we, – we haven't really got much from them yet. Right. Tampa has been the one that we've got more information from. Shows closer. Yeah, because Atlanta you just now announced, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't have enough information to really give a clean answer on that one. Okay. Hey, no worries. Hey, an yeah. honest answer is a good answer, you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, you know, Ryan and I did, uh, we did a virtual convention a few weeks back and, you know, we, we've got some thoughts on it. Um, you know, what do you think about the virtual conventions that are happening? Is there, you know, is there a spot for them in the convention industry? Is it, you know, is it taking away from or adding to? That's, well, that's a good question. Is it taking away from? I don't think so because I think that you can talk to somebody on Zoom, but it's not the same as meeting them in person. It's just, it's a different feeling. Um, one that might be tough to quantify, but I think it's a different feeling. Is it adding to? I don't think so. I think it's its own separate thing. Whatever that thing is, virtual con. It's its own separate virtual con. Um, is is there a place for that in the industry to go to to live harmoniously with traditional comic cons? I suppose so, but in my opinion, I think that once traditional comic cons are back in full swing, I think that virtual cons will go away because I I don't think that people enjoy them as much as they will the real deal experience. You know, I, I gotta agree. There is literally nothing like getting your, you know, getting your wristband, getting your badge, walking into the vendor hall, the rush of cool air, and seeing everything set up in that hall. 
being able to you know to flip through print books and not uh, you know not have to click pages instead there's it's it's a different euphoria for sure absolutely and then yeah. and then there obviously there's going to be tons of things which can only happen at a real comic-con i mean you can't you can't look at an X-Men one and check it for restoration on a, on a virtual con as you can in, in real life. So, and there's just <laughs> something to be said about holding it in your hand. Forget about checking for restoration. Just actually holding, you know, holding something like that in your hand is a lot different than just clicking on it and going, oh, yeah. Look at those. That's yeah, detailed cannot, pictures. That looks nice. You cannot smell the mustiness of the comic <laughs> right? online. That mustiness <laughs> exactly. is so unique. Oh, and let's, let's be real. You know, how many people are really going to browse through – on a virtual convention, 300 vendors and artists on a, on a website whenever they can click over and watch the virtual programming and then turn Netflix back on. You know, mm -hmm. the, the shopping experience is different. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. You got to see it. Like the, the, the displays that vendors have add to the excitement that you wouldn't have if you just saw it, you know, on a web page. And even talking to some of the artists or the vendors just when you're there at their booth just hanging out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get a uh, you can't get an autograph on your favorite childhood comic from a, on a virtual con. So. It's true. You can't right. get Mike, Mike Zook to uh, to do anything for you. <sighs> and, and so uh, I guess like as we kind of wind down here, we like to ask our guests um, what we call our little random fun questions. And basically, I, I have two, and Alexa has two. So okay. for me, for me, if money was no object, and you could have any one living person at one of your shows, who would that person be? Hmm. My dog is howling in the background. <laughs> your dog obviously Bye. wants to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, one living person. Ah, that is a tough one. I. I Jack Kirby. Oh, okay. You, you know it's funny. That's a good one. The the last person that we we had on said they they said Stan. So that's it's amazing. Well, we, not, that wasn't the living one. Well, oh yeah, it was the it was the it was the dead one. <laughs> that was the dead well, one. Yeah. It, but we asked any guest is I yeah. think what we asked then. Yeah, yeah, because we're short on time on that one. Yeah. So that was going to be my my second question was now same question but now any one person who's no longer with us can be throughout history. oh wait oh so the first one the first one was someone who's living yes yeah yes oh, yeah jack is, okay yeah. so my answer to the second one is jack kirby yes my answer okay. to the first one um <sighs> I, I gotta say robert downey jr i'm not i'm not really one uh, that would like, be personally a tough, that would I'm be not, an amazing one yeah like i'm not super into celebrities or anything like that but I love Iron Man, one of my favorite characters, and I think he did just obviously did the part so yeah, well. Yeah, he really I'd love did. To shake his hand. Well, and <laughs> I mean, that role rejuvenized his career. His career, absolutely. You know, he was he was a mess, and then all of a sudden he gets this role, and people were like, "Really, Robert Downey Jr.?" And here you go. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he played it phenomenally. He really, he really did. He really yeah, brought he, that thing to life. He he will never be able to be anything other than uh, Tony Stark in my mind. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all right. So for mine, um, if you want to be entertained, and you know you've got a you've got a couple hours to burn, what movie can you put in any time and watch and 
keep watching that movie just because it's it's just that movie that just entertains you. That's an easy one for me. You don't even have to think about it. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Oh. You know, that is that is that is a great movie. And it's more than, you know, more than your typical, you know, movie length. So there's that. I've watched that movie so many times. Never get tired of it. Favorite movie of all time. Nice. That is well, the the last one is my foodie question because I you know I told you earlier I'm a foodie. Um, you live in Orlando, so I get to plug this place. Yes, every it's so <laughs> every funny. Every show it seems. Every like. single show I've talked about this place. Um, so I was I had a really terrible vacation. Um, a couple years back, and my significant other and I we um we yelped some restaurants that were close to us and we were close to universal and there was this place and it was called STP, the sloppy taco palace. (laughs) And it's, it's like the best name ever for like a dive bar slash restaurant. And, you know, we went over there because we thought it was funny, but it had a great Yelp review. I want to say it was an almost perfect Yelp review. And we, uh, we ate there. It was some of the best food we've ever had. (laughs) Then we met Ryan and Meg and we made them go. I've I've taken probably twenty five people to this place. It is insanely good. Uh, but I love going to Orlando. That's my that's my place. But if you could go anywhere, just for the food, where would you go? It has to be in Orlando or any anywhere. Anywhere, 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 in, anywhere yeah, in the in world. In the world, yeah. I would go to. I would go to the French Laundry, which is near San Francisco. Okay. It's a three Michelin star restaurant. I, I wanted to go when we had a show there. I just never got around to it. It's a bit of a drive. But I would love to go there. Nice. Oh. I, we, right. I, I I have not been to the Bay Area to to eat. So I I flew into San Francisco and drove immediately east and uh, went inland and didn't get to didn't get to eat there at all. Great is, food. Great yeah. food. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, Ryan, what else do you have, man? Because I, I, yeah, I, I got nothing else. I just wanted to say, see if you wanted, if there's anything you wanted to plug. I mean, I know we have Tampa Bay Comic Con coming July 10th through 12th uh, at the Tampa Convention Center, and the Atlanta Comic Con is July 31st through August 2nd at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. So, if there's anything it, else, yeah. anything else you wanted to plug, how do we find you guys nope, for that's... tickets? Yeah, there you go. Uh, on, on each of the websites, so it's TampaBayComicConvention.com and AtlantaComicCon.com. Each of those websites, there's a tickets button, and uh, that's how you get them right there, just right on the website. It's an Eventbrite-powered uh, ticketing system, so it's nice and easy. Gotcha. Oh, you know what, Stephen? I have I had one more question for you, man, and I, I completely oh, okay. forgot. Um, you know, you said that you uh, you know you you do you did comics do you still uh, do you still deal comics do you still set up at, at shows no i still buy comics um I, i've been trying to complete my x-men run for years now getting really close but as far as uh selling no i i don't sell anymore i'm too busy trying to make the best conventions i can hey we hear uh, they are yes well, we, we I hear that people love them. every year yeah i'm at the Tampa oh. one because that's relatively close for us so i'm at that one all every year for the past four thank years thank you so. for Thank you for doing yeah. it. I really appreciate it. And we love, we really, yeah, we really enjoy that show. I'm still trying to break the ice with you guys. One day, one day. And we were gonna, we were at the, we were at the Indiana one. So I'm hoping that one either comes back this fall or we're looking forward to it for next year as well. 
Fantastic. I really appreciate yeah. that. Absolutely. You, know, you guys put a, you spend a lot of money on not just the table, but just getting there. And I, I appreciate you putting our trust in us. And, uh, I really do deep down. And, we, and we uh, just, we just want to say thank you for, for moving forward with this, trying to get, yeah. trying to get things back to normal because we, you know, as, cause you guys are the first ones and we, we had a show, uh, earlier this week talking about it and we're just happy to, to, to get going. And so we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I, I'm glad to do it. I'm happy to do it. I love, I love doing this. I can't imagine doing something else as far as a career. This is perfect for me. I mean, this is a dream. So I'm happy to do it. And I hope that it's a good show not only as far as money for you guys or, or anyone, anyone that attends, but also fun. Hey, I think we're going to see that. I think, uh, I, I th honestly, my heart of hearts, I think people are going to, going to come in droves, at least as many droves as they can. That's permitted by the city and the state. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think, uh, I think it's going to be successful for whoever is there. And that's, that's going to be a big deal to, to jumpstarting the, the Comic-Con machine again exactly thank you exactly I, yep i agree all right man well if you've got nothing else we thank you much and we will uh we will sign off steven thank you for uh for coming on um hopefully we can get you a little bit after these uh these events happen and uh and talk about how successful they were yes that'd be great love to come back you guys are awesome hey we appreciate tried. it <laughs> thanks again Alrighty. steven really appreciate have, it have a great day you too well, all right take care all right, so that was Stephen from Imaginarium. I thought that was that was great. What what were you what do you think? It was it was it was nice to talk to him. You know, I I've been friends with him on Facebook for a while, so to to actually get to to actually chit chat with him instead of you know through posts or through a couple of Facebook messages was actually kind of nice. Yeah, and I know we kind of threw this thing together pretty quick, and he agreed to come on and. Uh, it didn't take very long to come to fruition, so that was that was really nice of him to come on. And he was he was open with the answers, which you know, as we always we always like to hear, you know, he, he was yeah, that, uh, uh, open and honest, like the one where he just said, you know, to be honest, I really don't know, which is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> instead of, I, instead I of mean, making something up. Yeah, I you know, and I think you know, you know, you and I talked about it, uh, you know, after we recorded that, that you know, it's it's it was a little refreshing to uh, to have somebody that you know didn't didn't bs an answer and yeah. really was just like yeah uh, i don't know um so I yeah i was gonna say I'm, I'm really curious to see if uh if something does come to fruition this year for indiana you know i'd like to see it especially you know right now especially with um i guess we'll break it now um you know the uh, the cancellation of indie popcon and Gen Con, you know, there's the only other convention that I know of. Um, I think there was a like a Days of the Dead show that was supposed to happen in Indy, but I think it's been postponed. I'd have to look. Um, but um, you know, Starbase Indy, you know, is the only other show, and that's it's you know, I think it's Thanksgiving weekend. It is Thanksgiving weekend. Um, you know, unless something's changed and they they're not doing it this year, but. Um, you know, there's no other shows in Indianapolis, so that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, and I wonder how much of uh, how much th that they're kind of putting the eggs in the basket of Tampa just to see whether or not they should even bother with something like Indiana. You know, maybe they want to well, see how it goes. You know, no, I I honestly think it's probably a convention center and a and a state reopening thing. I mean, uh, yeah, but at, but at, but at the same time, if you don't have anything on the books. And Tampa goes really well, 
you, it's real simple to go, hey, guys, let's let's really find a date here. We're on the opposite. If Tampa doesn't go really well, they can go, well, we'll just wait till next year for Indiana. It's true. You know? it's, uh, it's, it is absolutely true. I, I just hope I'm in Tampa to be able to uh, <laughs> to be like, yes, let's do it. Yeah. No, Tampa Tampa's always been a good show. So I'm curious. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how it goes. I really am. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and and people, as they've been re- reconfirming some guests lately, I've seen a lot more positives. Good, there good. Instead of instead of all the you know the negative crap. So yeah, and I mean, man, stuff gets so buried in your feed. You know, I I I've seen like a little bit of chit chat, um, but outside of that, you know, I've been oh, I've honestly I've been focusing on you know that little convention, the teeny tiny convention that uh, that I'll be at in a couple right. of weeks. So. Um, little rock. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. It's they they did a live video. <laughs> so I do you want to chat about that for a minute? Because I yeah, mean I totally can. It. Cool. Um, you know, we got a couple minutes. Um I uh I watched a live live video from them um and they were answering some questions and kinda you know, kinda trying to you know make the public aware of what was going on. And I, I, I had to chuckle, you know, this thing's still in a few weeks. Um, but they're, it looks like they're going to, you know, hit another phase of their reopening, but they, you know, this, this was a small show. Let me remind you. And when I say small, they, they had like a thousand people in a single day last year. So, um, you know, when they went live, the guy said, you know, we're, um, we're able to fill to, um, 30% capacity. And I was like, okay, you know, that's awesome. That's like, you know, that's going to be good. Right. And then he, uh, he said, yeah, you know, we'll be able to have about 225 or 250 people in the building. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Zero. Is there a comma right. in there? You, you forgot right. to mention? Well, I, you know, it was, it was like one of those, what, what's I'm looking for? What am I looking for? It was like a, uh, it, it was like a, a you know slap in the face because yeah. because I'm so used to you know being in all these big venues and it's been so long. I mean, Ryan, I got to tell you, man, you know, Tupelo is usually not a small show, um, and that's that's probably the smallest show that I've done. You know, Tupelo was in three or four years, so I. I I'd forgotten what it was like to do it, to do a small show. And um, you know, sometimes those small ones are great. Oh yeah. We do, we do a couple of those, like just those two day ones where it's just kind of like in a small little small town and they're fantastic. Cause everybody comes there, they wait for it every year. They come there ready to spend some money and it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the, the capacity issue is going to be a, you know, um, you know, kind of a Debbie Downer thing with yeah. them, but I think, uh, you know, I think they'll hit, you know, hit one of those, uh, you know, those things and they don't have panels. They have like two or three guests because they, they've gotten some local artists in, which is awesome. I love the fact that they're bringing in local artists, um, you know, and it's, it's basically, it's me, um, some toy vendors and some comic vendors, which is going to be great because I'm going to be able to go through some long boxes while I'm there and pick up some books, but also like he didn't he focused on bringing in you know basically like stuff that he had not 
not had before, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he wanted the comic vendors. He wanted the, you know, the toy vendors, but then the people that came in, like he's got me selling glass. And he told me, he said, I've never done it before. I've never had a glass person. So, you know, let's, you know, see let's, yeah, let's see how it goes. And I'm like, well, I've done shows in, uh, in Arkansas before and Arkansas likes to have liquid refreshments. <laughs> so, you know, and they like them with nerdy things on them. <laughs> so Who I doesn't though. Let's be I, honest. I mean, well, I just like liquid refreshments. I like to stay hydrated. Um, but you know, with all of that said, you know, I reading the requirements and hearing this guy, like talk about their requirements that, uh, you know, they've got in Tampa Bay and then Arkansas. It's crazy because there's a lot of the same things, you know, there's going to be a thermal thermal temperature check, you know, they're they've, they've, you know, kind of made sure that, uh, you know, that everybody has to wear a face mask. Um, excuse me there. It's above the age of 10. You have to wear a mask, but if you, uh, if you want to wear one, you know, when you're under 10, then it's, or if you want your kids to wear one, then, you know, that's a thing. So I think you're going to see a lot of those, a lot of places doing similar requirements and the people that don't want to wear them, they're not going to come. Yeah. And the, the only thing that I see, you know, it's just like anywhere else. You know, I walk around Walmart and I watch people one wearing the, not wearing their masks correctly, but two, I, I watch them like Walmart workers kill me because <laughs> they've got, they're trying like, to trust me. They're trying to, I know, I know uh, they'll, they'll wear their mask and then they'll pull it down like below their mouth. And uh, I'm like, it, uh, <laughs> what's the point? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, if you're not going to wear it, just take it off your head. Yeah. It's not a neck warmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my it's my chin underwear. <laughs> chinderwear. It's my chinderwear. Right? Chin bikini. Chin thong. <laughs> uh, okay, enough of that. that we've well, one, uh, while we're on that topic, and I know we talk, I've we've mentioned it before about uh, how if you're in your car and you're wearing a mask, like there's obviously something wrong with you. I I drove by. We we're with the kids today, going to baseball practice, and there was somebody driving in a convertible with the top down, <laughs> with their mask on, and I, I wanted to throw a handful of change at them. But the children. But you're a nice me. person, and you didn't. Ah, the children were with me, and I, you know, we're on our way to practice. I couldn't be late, so it was just. You know, and I needed the change later for Frosties, you know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, all those things worked, all those things worked in this guy's favor, but he would have been hit, hit with a barrage of pennies had uh, I been alone. Just saying, he, he was a he's a lucky guy, I guess. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh. I, I'm happy that uh, I'm happy that Stephen came on. I, I let's circle back to that and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll be done because yes. I'm gonna stop yammering. Um, I, I'm happy he came on. It was, you know, it was very nice to talk to him. It was great to hear. I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of throw this out there. Um, you know, after we stopped recording you and I, and he and I, and all three of us, that's what I'm looking for. We all chatted and you guys, I, Steven's very genuine. Like I, I talked to a lot of promoters and while they're, they're genuine, 
like he's like bona fide genuine you know he's thankful for the people that that trust him and imaginarium enough to you know to give them money you know to to say hey you know i've got faith in you to to you know help my business you know i think that uh, i'm gonna invest money in you because you're a good bet like he he was so genuine with that thank you you know when you guys were talking yeah no i i second that and we we mentioned it kind of um we mentioned it right at the beginning of the show, just how genuine he sounded. And we appreciate just the candidness of the answers and just the fact that he wanted to come on and, and with all the negative stuff that had been going on around them announcing the go ahead for Tampa, it was, it was nice of him to come on and, and just really uh, give us that time. So we appreciate yeah. it. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like we said, we're going to try and get it, get the, get as many promoters on as we can to uh, kind of clear the air. We'll ask him some questions just to make sure, you know, like we, we asked during the show is what they're, what they're doing to try to keep everybody safe, to ease everybody's minds. And, you know, we'll uh, pick everyone's brains. And then after we start getting this thing going, we'll get, we'll get other promoters on to talk about how their show went and what their thoughts were for, for the next year. Yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, I, I, this is the first of many, you know, it's the, it's the kickstart my heart, uh, you know, type, uh, uh, type weekend coming up in a few weeks. So if you're a vendor and you're on the fence, put that application in. Um, if you get in before me, I'll beat you up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, you know, if you're one of the things is they always look for comic vendors because they, you know, they like the comics. So, you know, if you're a comic vendor, for sure, put it in there. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to talk about it for three more weeks. So exactly exactly well or actually right. six more weeks what am i talking about yeah it's gonna be a while yeah <laughs> get the tacos out of your head i know it right. it's bad and thanks everybody for listening and uh if you're if you want to get a hold of us our email is conjobpodcast at gmail.com uh you can leave us a message here on the app uh through your favorite podcast and uh try to rate and subscribe let us know uh let us know what you think see you guys 